What's up, everyone? How you guys doing? Welcome to episode 859. Don't forget the lives coming up this week. We have Stephen Stubbs, the Mongols lawyer, coming in on the 27th. And also, we have Archbishop of the Boneyard coming in this Sunday. It's going to be a good one. And Saturday, we're going to be talking a little bit more about the corruption over at the ATF. We have some news stories this morning. Red Rum Motorcycle Club. Man, are they blowing up and they have such a purpose behind them. Good stuff. Good stuff. Also, the wall of shame as well as a love triangle that led to a homicide. Sad state of affairs right there. You got to watch them love triangles, man. They can get you. They can get your emotions going. But first, let's go to some good stuff right here. This out of the Sierra Nevada Ally by uh, Alexa uh, Alexandro Rubio. And this has to deal with the Red Rum Motorcycle Club. Also known as the Warriors of the Road, according to this news article. If you haven't uh, heard about the Red Rum, man, I don't know what rock you've been under. But anyway, let's see here. Red Rum Motorcycle Club, not to be confused with the movie, The Shining's Red Rum is the world's most significant indigenous motorcycle club. Yes, they have a, you know, a different way of looking at everything. They have a such a love for their histories and traditions. From what I heard, it's unbelievable, man, that you get something like that out of an MC. You know, it's funny when uh, people want to start a new MC, one of the first things that Dominant asks you is, what are you doing different that somebody else isn't? And Red Rum, boy, they're doing something different. Uh, Cliff Madius, a uh, native New Yorker, created the club in 2006. Wow. They've been going since 2006. That is well over a decade right there. He wanted to create a club that would focus on brotherhood, motorcycling, community respect, responsibility, and supporting family. Good stuff right there, man. Good stuff. Uh, spanning eight countries. Wow, man. They went international. Hell yeah. Red Rum MC is the warrior for the people. Well, I love what Red Rum stands for and who we are. I love helping our people our and our tribal communities. It's a match made in heaven, said Waylon Marvin, president of the Great Basin chapter in northern Nevada. Good stuff right there. I love that statement right there. I love my uh, helping our people and our tribal communities. And it's about respect, brotherhood, motorcycling, responsibility, supporting family. That's a mission statement right there. It really is. Uh, by recognizing the indigenous society and uh, embracing the traditions of our elders, you don't hear that much anymore, do you? Embracing the tradition of our elders, meaning with their tribe or the MC community as a whole, you really don't hear about the elders anymore. 
Uh, Red uh, Rum MC has helped tribal communities across the U.S. with fundraisers for American Indian veterans and scholarships for young America Indian youth missing and murdered indigenous women and girls. The Line 3 Pipeline, Abuse of uh, Residential Schools, Oak Flat Copper Mine. Man, dude, they got a mission they're going on. Wow. That's a whole handful and a mouthful right there. Uh, let's see here. Oh, this is cool. This is cool right here. In 2019, Red Rum was the first motorcycle club to be invited to the United Nations in New York where they address countless issues impacting the indigenous communities. That is huge, man. Now, I know a lot of us don't like the UN, but that's a huge accomplishment for a motorcycle club, if you ask me. Uh, let's go to a quote here. Being in the club is beautiful. We are always doing something tribal-affiliated, uh, said Marvin. A few years ago, the Red Rum MC held a run for the Cherokee Counseling Cancer Foundation for the Cherokee Reserve. All our runs are native-based and native-driven. That helps my community and people. That's why they love the club. Now, here's another thing right here. It says they have indigenous members and non-indigenous members, which is a cool mix right there. Uh, Marvin, he has been a member since 2014 as a Mohawk. From, uh, yeah, I'm not going to even try that, man. I, you know, I live right on the Wisconsin border and I can't even say half the names up there. So I'm not going to butcher it here. Uh, but it is a Mohawk reserve located in St. Regis and the borders, New York and Canada. Growing up, his brother, also a member of Red Run, New York chapter, got him in his first dirt bike. When he was about nine, from there he grew from his dirt bike to a sport bike and eventually a Harley-Davidson Cruiser. That's what it seems nowadays, man. You go from a dirt bike to a sports bike to a Harley. By the way, I finally got my Harley back, and boy, am I going to be doing a review on Woodstock Harley-Davidson, so be there for that one. Uh, let's see here. Let's uh, kind of go down a little bit and see what else they have to say. Uh, again, as Red Rum MC is the most significant indigenous club in the world, uh, with indigenous and non-indigenous members, the club does not claim any territory within any indigenous communities. The members would wear First Nation rockers that would represent the indigenous people. Good stuff there, man. And there's a lot of information on Red Rum out there, so go take a look at it. Great stuff they're doing, great mission they got going on. Beautiful stuff. Now to 12WBOY. This one is by C. Allen. This one comes out of Carolina, West Virginia. A man who deputies say is a member of the Pagans Motorcycle Club has been charged with murder in connection to a shooting that happened in Marion County. And this happened on Friday, September 9th, and deputies with the Marion County Sheriff's Office said in a criminal complaint that they believe 33-year-old John Wolf 
quote, did plan and initiate the shooting death of Henry Silver. Sad state of affairs, man, when somebody dies, man, really is. Uh, during the investigation, deputies determined that the victim, quote, was engaging in a hidden relationship with Wolf's significant other and that Wolf had learned of the re relationship. I don't know, man. You should have took him out, you know, did what you had to do, but you didn't have to kill him. And, you know, allegedly, allegedly, because everybody is innocent until proven guilty by the court of law. But at the same time, come on, man. It ain't worth it. Ain't worth it. Uh, prior to the incident, Wolf, quote, had a meeting with at least five other individuals where a statement indicates that Henry Silver was discussed. Wonder how they got something, uh, you know, maybe he talked, uh, I don't know, man, but how do you get meeting info? And that five people present at the meeting were wearing Pagan's Motorcycle Club cuts upon uh, arriving. That right there is scary because I need to turn into a Rico type of indictment out of this. Uh, sometime afterwards, Silver arrives at the apartment of Wolf's significant other, not knowing that Wolf was present, but... Did he really know? Some women nowadays won't tell a man, hey, I'm going out with somebody. Remember that. I don't, you know, did he know? Probably. I don't know. And during that time, a verbal confrontation occurs and Silver goes to the parking lot. During the altercation, he returned to the apartment at least two other times and exchanged words with Wolf. Should have walked away, man. Shouldn't have let your anger get to you. And Woof made a phone call to another member of the Pagan's Motorcycle Club. Now you're getting everybody involved. Uh, two men then came to the apartment and Woof identified Silver to them, at which point one male dons a ski mask, leaves the apartment, shoots Silver, and flees the scene with the men who arrived with him. He was also Woof seen leaving prior to law enforcement arriving. Now there's two other brothers uh, that's probably going to go down on this stuff. Uh, he was charged with first-degree murder. That, again, out of 12 WBOY, uh, article by C. Allen. Wall of shame here. ABC News, Beatrice Peterson. Officers are under review after brutal arrest of two men go viral. Here we go. Oh, my God. I'm so tired of hearing about that war over there. Uh, several police officers in Washington, D.C. are facing allegations of police brutality, excessive force after video of a brutal arrest of two men went viral. And the MPD uh, Department's Internal Affairs Bureau is now investigating the incident as city leaders and activists call for swift action from police. Now, it goes on to say police responded to a report of possible gunshots. No, not in D.C. In southeast D.C. at approximately 9.30 p.m., when police say they located a stolen, unoccupied vehicle with visible shell casings inside and motor still running, and then a group of subjects approached the officers while they were searching the vehicle. 
a male in the group threatened to smack a female officer. In response, an officer pushed a male against a fence and took him into custody. Now, <laughs> boy, I should get into this one on the second half of the show, man. I'll leave it at that. Uh, yeah. You know what? <laughs> hmm. Let's see what this dude says. D.C. Council member Tyron White. And he arrived at the scene. He's, uh, uh, if a guy threatens a female officer, he does not deserve to be kicked in his upper body or face. One doesn't equal the other. I, uh, this was a gunshot deal, okay? I can't even blame these cops at this point. I think they have enough training. We have enough protocol, policies, and procedures to address situation, and that's not it. You know, it's funny. Why don't uh, you go out there and, uh, you know, go be a cop or something? I can't even put this in a wall of shame because the more you go into the story, you say to yourself, there's gunshots and stuff. He threatened a female officer. He got taken in. It is what it is, man. Uh, some things, some things, uh, don't forget to watch the second half of the show right now. If you don't know, go over to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio over on YouTube. We go live over there. You to catch the replays of the show, or you can catch them over on all the major podcast platforms. We'll be right back after this. Stay tuned for the second half of this show. Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. China Dow's coming in the studio right now. Rock on.
Monday, it's Monday Fun Day, ain't that what they call it? Monday Fun Day. No. It's not a fun day? It's called Serial Killer Monday. Oh, Serial Killer Monday yes. today, yes. later on in the show. We kind of miss Serial Killer Monday. Last, Last week. week we did because we got into all these kind of conversations that took up a lot of time. We had to cover them. Last night we had uh, Big Bone 1% on, and it was a damn good conversation, man. I'm loving doing these human interest stories, man. Getting to know people, getting to know subject matter. Oh, beautiful stuff, beautiful stuff. You know, I was in uh, this morning making, you know, because every morning I got to make China Dow smile or go ill. You know, I was, this morning I kind of threw a, a messed up one out at you. You know, something to do with the nose. That's all I remember. That's something all I remember. How is that all you remember? That's all I remember saying to you. No, I no, haven't said no. anything else. You did too. You said some I, nasty stuff. Yeah. You, you want me to say what you said? <laughs> <laughs> you nasty. You no, I don't. Me? I don't think we should say that <laughs> on this. But anyway, we have some screwed up. Well, you know what? It is screwed up in this world. The 1980s were beautiful. If you didn't grow up in the 1980s, you do not know what you missed. You missed big hair. Women took care of themselves back then. They spent two hours in front of the mirror getting their makeup on. Uh, it was great because they gave better hum-hums back then. And, you know... Now, and we've had some very good damn movies out there. The 80s was some good movies. Not to mention, I think us women from the 80s should be blamed for killing the ozone with the Aquanet hairspray. Yeah, the Aquanet hairspray. <laughs> Cobra Kai is one of the most popular series right now. And that's with Ralph Macchio, William Zabel. Uh, you know, the old dude that causes all the problems. <laughs> the old dude. <laughs> yeah, he's the prick. <laughs> who wants to be called Sensei. sensei. But it, it, it's a good series. Yeah. 
But now, going back to 1984 or some shit like 1984 that. 1984 was the original Karate The original kid. Karate Kid. It, had, it starred Pat uh, Morita. You know, he was Asian. He actually did time in a concentration camp uh, during World War II. Well, not a concentration, but a camp. Yeah, a camp. Because America back then put all the Japanese in internment camps. Mm-hmm. And then you had Ralph Macchio and then the rest of the cast. Well, yesterday I found something where now they're saying the original Karate Kid was too white. What is this damn world coming to when you go after movies that are decades old? It, and what's funny is I got to stop the, you know, and, you know, kind of say, Congratulations to China Dow. She registered to vote last night. She's going to get one of them little stickers I voted. And I want to know why you finally evolved and you finally said to yourself, I want to vote. Because, I mean, I'm telling you, the last election I should have voted, I should have registered, but I didn't. Because it was a day late and a dollar short. Money, Denny. Because uh, uh, I guess I'll see if my vote counts. <laughs> your vote does count. You got to do your civic duty. But I think this ties into a lot of stuff you're sick of. Yeah. You're going after the fucking karate kid because it's too white? Are you serious? What is going on in this country? Uh, on old Dr. Phil... They had these Generation Zers come on and say cancel culture is a good thing. And it just goes to show you, you know, this dude had fingernail polish on. He wasn't a male species. Or he, like, tried to claim he's a male species. Well, cancel culture is good. Shut up. Grow up. Live life. Don't get offended on every damn thing that you uh, hear. Karate Kid was freaking legendary. Well, see, I don't know. How do they say it was too white when they did go into the Japanese culture? And during the drunk scene with Mr. Miyagi, he was talking about the internment camps, his, you know, real experience that he had to go through. Mm-hmm. So it do, it did give a lot of Asian culture, especially part two. Oh, definitely. But it seems like everybody in this world, all they want to do is pick things apart and complain like a little bitch, if you will. That's all they seem to want to do. And it actually gets kind of reputitious, boring, and I think the tide is turning. And I think these midterm elections are going to prove that out, where everybody's sick and tired of what they have to, well, I never watch what I say, but anyway, uh, they're sick and tired of being told, hey, you're a bad person because you think this way. I think we let it go too far, and what is happening now is the country is starting to turn on this shit, which is a good thing. They're starting to turn on it. 
some of the stuff that they said in that article is what what did they say in that article I sent you? People have said that it's a very white cast. Okay. And that it did dive into the Asian story. That That's what Ralph Macchio said. Mm-hmm. But I always say this. The film was ahead of its time because it was a popcorn movie that talked about Japanese internment camps through World War II. And that, you know what? That's one thing our government should be ashamed of. They should really be ashamed of. But again, that was a different time period. People thought differently back then. We had the internment camps. The Germans had the concentration camps. It was really a screwed up world back then during World War II. A lot of lessons came out of World War II. Especially genocide. Genocide was what I would define as that war. It showed humanity at its lowest point. The lowest point in humanity had to be World War II. I get it. War is hell. Things happen in war. But something like that did not have to happen. It didn't have to happen. You know, we have some real screwed up people out there. Ethan Klein, that moron, here on YouTube, he just got banned for good reason. You know, usually I don't like seeing people banned because I believe they should be able to say what they want to say. He's a prick. He came out and said that if there was another Holocaust, Ben Shapiro should be the first one into the oven or something like that. Because he wanted to make himself look cool. Because he's one of them radical leftists. Man, I just like to punch one of them in the face, by the way. But even off a joke like that, it's not cool. Because a lot of people died during that war. And for us to inter a people here in the United States without due process or anything other than an executive order should be really scary. You thought you'd never think that'd happen in the United States, would you? Uh-uh. And now cause they make fun of people that says FEMA's building all these camps, which it is. And it's not far fetched that it could happen again, but with a different citizen. That's why I don't trust the government. Why I can't understand why people do. Chided Al staring in the damn friggin' uh, like a deer in a headlight. <laughs> What's going on with you? You lost me at hello. <laughs> you, I lost you at hello, huh? <laughs> Well, what do you think? I think it's dangerous for people to put their faith in the government. I don't know why anybody would put their faith in the government right now. 
Oh, you said the word right now. Yeah. Because maybe 10 years ago, it was different. Well, it was different 10 years ago. But now it's like, so far, I haven't seen too many people in the government aspect uh, tell the truth or follow what they're going to do and what they're going to say. Ain't it a bitch? They don't, we elect they don't back it up. We elect people to represent us. And they, they, shit, they're only in there to go make their money and get their power. It's not like they get paid a fortune to be, like, in their government positions. Right. So instead, they make all their money on their connections. Mm -hmm. They leave Congress as, you know, multi-millionaires on a $100,000 salary. The other day... They had a chance to say, hey, you can't trade on stocks, which basically is insider trading, in the Congress, and the Democrats wouldn't push it. They wouldn't approve it. That shows you everything you need to know. And when you have these uh, smug, elitist, coastal liberals who want to go out there and say, oh, we got to allow immigration, we got to allow this. And then you send them to Martha's Vineyard. It's a whole different story at that point. They called in the National Guard, got them out of there. Come on, people, enough. And what I was, that's why I was so happy last night is that you registered and you're going to go vote because you know the issues, you know why it's wrong. And you can, you're starting to see through all these people. Where a lot of people don't. Chicago is a cesspool because they continue to vote for these people. And now the same people that are trying to be the morality police are saying one of the best movies in 1984 is racist. Last night, we actually delved me and Big Bone into a lot of historical stuff. They don't know racism. They don't know what people had to go through earlier in the century and the history of this country. When they have to go after a movie and say it's racist, they're oblivious to anything really going on. And you have to say to yourself, how the hell do we change something like that? How do we change where everybody's butthurt over everything? You got to stand up for what you know is right. Mm -hmm. You got to freaking start defending stuff, defending people for the bullshit. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's like I, I was reading a thing today, which made because we're talking about people being considered racist. Well, an Illinois white woman charged with hate crime after telling black men they couldn't be at a suburban Chicago beach. So that's a hate crime. Yeah, but guess what? It wasn't put it. A, a hate crime is considered a felony, at least in Illinois. I can't speak for other states. Oh, until the purge law. I wonder if that's going to be uh, exempted. Go ahead. Well, she was. <laughs> she went to court in Cook County, obviously. And in Cook County, it was amended Wednesday to a misdemeanor battery under a plea agreement. 
So she, she still ha shouldn't have been charged. So she went from being uh, charged with a hate crime to a misdemeanor battery plea. Shouldn't even have had a plea out. She shouldn't so even have been charged. I how, just said free speech, jackass. How can they go to a freaking battery? I mean, I guess verbal assault is considered battery now. That, that's what they're doing. They're trying to take away your speech. And everybody's letting it happen because you're cowards. And she had to do a plea in her plea agreement. She's required to attend an anti-racism class. I just said, fuck you. Let's go to trial. I, I would have brought it to the box. And then they would have convicted me. Then I would have brought it through the appeals process. Kind of like Larry Flint did back in the days. When they convicted him of these uh, obscene porno laws, he had to fight it all the way to the Supreme Court. Screw that stuff. When you say I can't say what I want to say, blow me. I, may, I make my living on talking. Blow me. Get on your knees. Bob that knob. And... Here, here. This, this is this is exactly what she told these three black men. Ready? This is America. Why? Why? <laughs> I don't know why she said this, but okay. This is America. You can't do this. I'm from Winnetka. You need to go back to where you're from. That's all she said. That is what she said. Because well, God three, forbid, with NECA, they're a bunch of freaking morons these, up there. The three black guys were basically riding their bicycles on a path. Next, but that's not a hate the crime. Beach. But it was this that was considered a hate crime. But it's cool for them to say, let's kill all white people on a bus. And Get I guess, out of here. I guess the reason why they turned it to a hate crime is because one of the black men recorded it. And posted it on Twitter. So? And then, you know how things go on Twitter. So? So, yeah. She didn't say nothing wrong? No, that's all she said. And told them that they couldn't ride their bikes where they were riding. She didn't physically assault them. Hate crime my ass. That's what I have to say. No way. Uh-uh. That's retarded. As a bonehead type of deal, and she should have took it to the box. And the black guy insisted that she threatened to kill her, to kill him because he was black. He had it recorded. Where did it say that? I don't know. I haven't seen the recording. You stupid asses. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I just, I mean. I... That is messed up. How can oh, that's it, how it, far it's become in this country? You can't say what you want to say, which ain't fair. People need to be able. I mean, yeah, I kind of stop you every once in a while. You can't say not fair because you don't step up and say screw you. Well, stuff like that don't happen in front of me, and you do try to stop me, and it don't work. No, because I don't believe in it. You're not going to shut me up. No, thank you. Well, there is a time and a place where you should. No, there is it. not a time no. and a place. Well, come on. You've said stuff when we were at a kid's soccer game. Stop. It happens, but I didn't say it in front of the kids. There were kids around when you said it, just not our grandkids. 
So because I said something, you got offended. What are you woke? I didn't get offended. I was embarrassed. <laughs> Why were you embarrassed? Because society says we're not supposed to act like that. How was that? No, because the way the what you said, the girl misunderstood it. And it just like went further than it should have. And she was told. I don't I'm not gonna sit there when you throw that race shit up at me and take that. I'm not embarrassed of it. And other people get upset and they let it happen. No, no, uh-uh-uh. It's a two-way streak here. It's a two-way conversation. You're not going to do that crap to me. Why can't we all just get along? That's just like this show. We talk about a lot of controversial subjects. Yeah. And it's kind of like church, I say. Because people always think we're talking about them. That's what they do. That's how the internet rolls. Always think we're talking about them. For one, then they need to grow up. Two, they need to get some thick skin. And three, you're not important enough for me to do that. But you're going to sit over here and say, you know, you're going too far. How is that? I want to know. No, I said that it went too far. Like, she took it too far. Well, yeah, and she was put back in her place. I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. I laughed, but... <laughs> but you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. There's certain people out there that will think that they're important enough for me to address them on my show. If you were going to address somebody, you'd say them, say who they are by name. Oh, you're damn right I would. <laughs> oh, you're damn right I would. So we need to get over this as a society where something like that, really? If she would have took that to the appeals court, because I know Cook County, they would have convicted her ass. Yeah. I don't know why she didn't fight it and why she just took a plea. Because they got people running scared now. In America, you shouldn't be running scared. Well, and it was a 60-year-old woman. 60? Yeah, it was a 60-year-old Oh, my God. Come woman. on. A hate crime against a 60-year-old woman? I mean, look at all that she lived through. You're damn yeah. right. Look at the stuff that she lived through. I mean, she lived through the 60s. The Vietnam War. See, I think this country's problem is we got all those idiots from the 60s now running the government and they've destroyed everything. I truly believe that's what's wrong with this country mm. is we got all them hippies and flower childs <laughs> from Berkeley running this country right now. And they're destroying it brick by brick. Every constitutional right by every constitutional right. A 60-year-old woman says you don't have you don't belong here, and she's arrested for a hate crime. Mm -hmm. But that's what you get out of Evanston and Wineka, Wakanda. 
they're the worst of the worst up there. They're straight up shitty people up there. They're pig vomits. That's what there are. That's what they are up there. Straight up pig vomit. That's why I never ever went into them damn freaking cities. If you didn't look right to the cops, they'll pull you over up there. That's what they would do. And they would pull some shit like this on you. So sorry for that older woman, man. So sorry. Sad. You're damn right. Uh, old guy writing. Let's see what you got to say here. It used to be in this country and is what made it so great. Anyone can have whatever beliefs they wanted without reprisal. Rather, it be uh, morally right or wrong. Not like that anymore. What do you say to that? That's 100% true. Mm -hmm. Freedom of speech basically almost does not exist anymore. Between, if you go through social media, okay, like Twitter. I mean, I got rid of my Twitter because it was just getting stupid. I got rid of my freaking uh, TikTok. I don't use it no more. And then there's, you know, even through TikTok and you know facebook and you got to watch what you post because next thing you know it people are oh we should we got to report this post we got to report it that's because they're cowards got to report it they're cowards straight up cowards and it's like i see what people post and well, i don't care I'm not but gonna... they're so butthurt and they think they got <laughs> a horse in that race where they have to be a prick and it's the thing that's sad is that, you know, it's like people are basically telling you how you can and can't think. And people are letting it happen. And I'm going to think the way I want to think. And yeah, I don't I don't care. You're not going to, you know, waterboard me or something to get me to think the way. You so how is think. that any different with me then? Why? I'm not going to try I'm to control. Gonna, I'm not going to control the way you think. But you want to control the way I speak. Oh, my God. One time in 28 years and you're going to throw a fit saying I control how you speak. Try to. You can't control me. Okay. That I tried to one time in 28 years. Because I never thought you would do that. It was all because there were kids everywhere. And I didn't want it to go, and go further than what it already went because she took it the wrong way. What do you think? She would have tried to slap me or something? I punch her in the mouth. See, that's what I'm saying. Duh. I was making sure that was uh, preventable. I prevented that. See, that's where me, uh, me and a lot of people never agree. Maybe I come from the old school of thought. But if a woman slaps a man or punches a man, well, you just want to act like a man, you're going to get it back. That's just the way I think. And there's a lot of my generation that think the same way. A woman wants to punch a man, you're going to get punched in the mouth too. Just the way I think. I'm a, I'm just going to leave that alone. What do you mean you're going to leave that alone? I'm going to leave that alone. What, you think because women have cooter pockets that gives them a free reign to freaking hit a guy? No. It gives them free reign where they don't get it back? I still don't see that that being right. How do you not see that right? So, because they got a cooter pocket. Matt, Matt, 
they get a free pass. Don't work like that. So a girl, a female would hit you and you just feel you have every white right in the world. I'd punch her in the mouth. If you want to act like a man, then you're going to get treated like one. Very straight up. Okay. So let's take a little poll in our little chat there. Okay, take a poll. If a woman smacks the hell out of you or freaking punches you, are you going to sit there and take it? Or are you going to walk away? Well, she hit me. Oh, with that. Or, or, or are you going to punch her back? I'm going to punch her right in the freaking mouth. Well, we all know Hollywood's opinion. Anyway, moving on while the poll's going on. Moving on. I hear another story. How'd, uh, no, before we get to that story, how did you like Rusty yesterday? You named my new bike. Yeah, the bike's name is Rusty. You called it Big Red. Yeah, and then I changed from Then it. you changed it and went to Rusty. Yes. How was the riding experience? On Rusty? On the dresser compared to the low rider. Oh, God. Ten times more comfortable. Okay, a million times more comfortable. I don't know why the hell I never got on a bagger or on a dresser sooner. You're probably thinking the same thing in the back. Yeah. Why the hell didn't we get this bike uh, earlier? I will say, though, it was super freaking windy yesterday <laughs> when we were riding. So if it wasn't windy, it'd probably be way better than what it was. But that wind was a killer. Oh, my God. It was like 30 miles an hour. Yeah. But we had to get out and ride. <laughs> oh, I did. <laughs> Since the baby just came home. <laughs> right. Read some of the answers in... This or not in Discord, I'm so used to saying that. Uh, go ahead and uh read the comments in the comment section. You're the woman, let's hear Mike Ball. Woman hit men because they know 99% of the men won't hit them back, they actually use that shit to their advantage. I agree 100%. 100%. There's one on the screen. You can read that, right? Nine noble virtues. Courtesy, truth, honor, fidelity, discipline, hospitality, self-resilience, industriousness, and perseverance. I got truth in there. Yeah, there's <laughs> truth in there. I got truth. <laughs> I'm not a noble knight, man. I'm going to tell you I'm not a noble knight. Uh, Old guy riding these pussies nowadays will call the coppers on her. <laughs> <laughs> and she hits you back. <laughs> old guy riding. I thought the same thing when I got my Ultra Glide Hollywood. You know what? I never got a bike with a radio before. Now I got a bike with a radio. What did I listen to for like 45 minutes while I was changing channels because of it? News. Not news. What? Ads. Yeah, ad, news ads. Like That's all I heard on that damn radio. It would go like a couple minutes with these ads, and I'd change the channel and flip my ass right back into another one. I was like, what the fuck I got a radio for? All I'm hearing is ads. So I guess we got to hook your phone up. Yeah. That way I don't have to hear ads. I I like the stereo. It's a Rockford Fosgate. Real good stuff. I got to get speakers, amps, and all that for it. 
But it was a good ride. I really did enjoy the ride. Mm-hmm. I can't find the cruise control on the damn thing, but it was a good ride. I'm like freaking staring in space right now with all these buttons on it. What? Uh, Matthew Meatball said he'd take it. Take what? If a girl was hitting him, he'd take it. Oh, fuck that. No way. And old guy writing says, China saying two wrongs don't make a right. Well, yeah, that's pretty much what I'm going for is the fact that two wrongs don't make it right. See, that's not the generation I come from. And especially within the biker and club scene is that's not the generation I come from. You imagine you've been around some, uh, you, you had one of these broads hit some of these guys wouldn't work. Wouldn't work out. Mark, uh, Mark says cruise control is your right hand. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but as I'm getting older though, my hands, man, they're getting cramped and I don't know. Cause I tattooed for all those years. And I use coil machines and especially brass. You, you Your machines were always super heavy. And now they got pens yeah. that you to tattoo with. And I'm sitting there, what the fuck happened to that shit when I was around? Mm. But I always loved coil machines because they were heavier and through straight lines. Mm-hmm. So now my hands are all screwed up from all those years. Yeah. And especially when I work the clutch. You'll always see my left hand. I'm shaking it out and stuff like that because they're killing me on the clutch. So with the Electra, I was saying, uh, okay, where's the fucking cruise control? And there's all these buttons on there. And I'm saying, well, you know, they Harley's had, you know, cruise control on Electra glides since 89. Mine has to have it. Do you got, where's your volume control on your bike? It's on my handles or on the handlebars by the grips. Well, Rattlesnake says it's next to the volume control. (laughs) I'm going to have to look at that. (laughs) I'm going to have to look at that. And yes, Mark, it is probably too much jacking off, man. I have to admit, (laughs) you know, China Doll hasn't been bobbing on the knob lately. Appreciate that, Mike. Uh, He's getting more and more interested in the shows. I really appreciate that. Uh we're trying, and I'm trying a lot more human interest stories because, quite frankly, yeah, I like giving everybody what's going on in the scene with biker news, but I want to get it into people's minds. God, if I ever interviewed you. <laughs> Me? Oh, you'd be in trouble. Oh, man, would I? it would suck. One more news story, and then we're going to go into our serial killer. It's Serial Killer Monday. Shopper arrested. For not scanning every item at the Walmart self-checkout and stealing a thousand dollars worth of items. How did she think she was gonna get away with that? <laughs> they got a video camera, don't they? Right on your right on you. And by Each the way, self-checkout thing has a camera on you. And by the way, I want to get paid hourly for doing that. Dude, I want I want my what is it, nine nine? Yeah. <laughs> Our local Walmart, how many are even left the real cashiers? One or two places? Two. You got this whole thing full of self-checkout. Well, that's how it is at Myers, Target. It's it's all self-checkout now. Even Home Depot. Even Home Depot? Well, yeah, Home Depot's doing it too. <laughs> but they don't got enough they don't got a lot like Walmart does. No, Walmart, it's on both ends of the store. 
Same with mine. It's the whole front end. Yeah. Yeah, they So I should get paid. <laughs> they noticed basically that she was scanning one item and then dropping two items in her cart. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Go ahead. She has previously stolen from Walmart before. I guess every time she has done self-checkout, she will scan one item and put two items in her bag. Scan one item, put two items in her bag. See, if she was smart, she scanned one and then the next one turn it around where the scanner don't pick it up and then put it in. Because then she can say, oops. And there were also recent incidents of people not scanning items correctly or swapping barcodes at self-checkouts. Basically scanning a cheaper item for the more expensive product. Well, yeah. Or another scam that you can pull out is you bring something that's cheap home. And you make, because these printers, you can do a lot of shit with these printers. <laughs> you copy and paste that barcode and then put that shit on there. You're bad. So I'm giving some advice, but the problem with Walmart is if you steal something that's $2, they call them the police. They're going to call it Popo. They even got their own parking spot now. <laughs> They do at <laughs> So you got to be careful at Walmart. I'd suggest somewhere else. Because Walmart, they got... Dude, it's like the Las Vegas casinos in Walmart. Mm. They got freaking cameras everywhere. And it's like, wow, man, what the hell? I mean, Chill. You, you could literally stare at yourself on camera at the self-checkout. And I don't know how she got away with it, not going to lie, because of the fact that I've had it at our Walmart where I've scanned an item and put it in the bag. And then I reached over to like organize my bag. Cause I like to like carry as little bags as possible. You should have been a bagger. So I'm organizing it. And then I scan the next item. And then all of a sudden my damn red light goes off. Like, Oh, she's bagging something that she didn't scan. <laughs> um, and then I got to stand there and wait. And I'm like, I didn't even put nothing in the bag. I was organizing my bag. You know what, Mike, you brought up a good thing here. Let's talk about this before the serial killer. I suggest getting a job and be able to live a respectable life. Why is it people don't want to work? That's a subject that we need to bring up uh, maybe tomorrow. Let's talk about that. We got to bring that one up. So let's go into serial killer Monday. Because I know I you know, cut you off at the knees last week, but we had a lot of important subjects to talk about. Yeah. We did. Yeah. What do we got for our serial killer today? And, you know, did he cut heads off? Did he screw heads? You know, it's like some of our uh, past ones because you're a sick puppy and pick these kind of people. And by the way, we had a serial killer that was arrested in California, I believe it is. Oh, yeah? Yes, we have to get that story. I think he was. it just happened a couple weeks ago, and they caught him. Oh, I'm going to have to look that one up. You're going to have to look that one up. It just happened. If anybody knows who that one is, go ahead and send it. was in it. California. If you're that in I Discord, know. send it to me in private message in Discord. Uh, I'll look it up for next week. <laughs> there you go. So this is Richard Cottingham. 
Richard Cunningham. Cottingham, yeah. Whatever, I'm hooked on phonics. I can't do English. He's an American serial killer and rapist who murdered. Why is it you minimum... always pick the rapist? Why can't you pick somebody that just good old fashioned kills somebody? They got to get all stupid. Wait, he's got great nicknames that the media gave him, though. He killed a minimum of 12 women. In New York and New York, New Jersey, between 1967 and 1980. I tell you what, Denny, if they only gave me a screw for that uh, th cruise control, I'm gonna be pissed. But go ahead. <laughs> he was nicknamed the Torso Killer and the Times Square Killer. Who come? You know what? The news media—they come up with such stupid ass names. All they have to do is call me and I can give them cool ones. Well, they'd be caught quicker. <laughs> How would they be caught quicker? Because Hollywood would give them better names. And then they'll go out there and try to get more attention because of the cool name Hollywood gave them. So you don't think those guys' names were cool? No, I don't. Well, in 2009, nearly 30 years after being convicted of five murders in New Jersey and New York, do you think that's a hardcore serial killer or a wannabe serial killer? Because you had people like freaking Ted Bundy. You had people uh, like, uh, what was that? Uh, the Golden Gate Bridge killer. They used to kill a lot of people. Yeah. So I think there's different classes of serial killers. I think so. Yeah, I do. I really do. I agree. I agree. 100%. Okay, go ahead. So, okay, so 30 years after being convicted of five murders, Cunningham admitted to a journalist that he had committed at least 80 to 100 perfect murders of women in various oh, regions of the U.S. He's lying. In 2009, six have been confirmed and their cases are closed. Just six. Yeah. Do you know how it's funny when you have one of these guys that are on death row or something? And at the last minute, they say, well, you know, I killed this one and I killed that one. I can show you where the bodies are, but the deal is I don't want the death penalty. You, it, isn't it funny when you tie one of these serial killers down, how much of a pussy they become? That was like Ted Bundy. Well, you know, it's it was said that he cried his way to death, uh, the chair. Do you know what screwed him? Mm. Four surviving victims testified against him. How many? Four. Okay. Four that survived his thing. He was convicted of th in three of the abduction rape survivor cases and acquitted in one. What do you mean acquitted in one? One of the survivors. He was acquitted in that case. But he got convicted of three out of those four that testified against him. What kind of jury was that? Blind, deaf, and dumb. I guess. But you know what's a good thing about registering to vote? Huh? You can get jury duty now. Oh, yeah, well, I get out of jury duty. I already get jury duty notices. Oh, you do? Yeah, I get out of it saying I have to work. <laughs> you really should. I would, <laughs> I'd love to see China Dow on a jury. They're fucked. I would, why? 
Me, depending on the case, I'd be up there as soon as I get in there. Not guilty. <laughs> the cops freaking railroad them. Not guilty. That's what I do. I wouldn't be a good juror. You wouldn't be? No. That's like you walked in here. Uh, that dude up in Wisconsin who rammed the people and killed the the parade. Yeah, he's acting as an own his own attorney, and I want to jump through the screen and punch him in the mouth. Why? Because he's representing himself, and he's just stupid. He's ignorant. Why would you not? All he's doing is trying judge. to prolong the trial. But a guy like that who's acting tough now, if he got the electric chair. Or lethal injection, he'd be crying all the way. Oh, please forgive me, God. You notice there ain't no atheist at death? No, there isn't. There's none whatsoever. Oh, I found Jesus. No, you didn't. So you want to know what some of the things he did to some of these people? Great, I knew that was coming. <laughs> Mark, uh, you got a service manual. Hey, man, if... Uh, you can, like, scan that page and send it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I was pissed. I was like, this thing has to have one. Go ahead. Oh, you're so sad. So sad. Can't figure out your bike. Because <laughs> I'm used to a bone-dry freaking bike, man. I'm not used to all the buttons. Well, one of the victim's hands were tightly handcuffed behind her back. And the later the you ain't getting off on this, are you? No, because now you're scaring me. No, because you always when you're talking about serial killers want to go into what the hell they did. Why not? So I'm just wondering if I got to be worried. No, no, you're yeah. fine. Yeah, I'm you're, fine. You're my ass. Fine. Yeah, I'm fine. My ass. Well, they found that he bit her nipples completely, completely off. Really, in? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't call you by your name on the show usually. <laughs> you're a sick puppy, man. <laughs> and they found shallow cuts, uh, with the knife all over her breasts, and generally, actually, this one died of asphyxiation, but. He beat her and bruised her, and there were bite marks all over. Come on, why are people stupid? Bite marks, they could totally find out who it yeah, was. Yeah, they can. What, stupid. are you trying to give advice to serial killers now? <laughs> <laughs> and the adhesive tape that he used to bind her hands and bind her, bind her up with, he left his fingerprints all over it. Well, of course he would, because he's <laughs> stupid. stupid. He's amateur. Amateur. And then a lot of the other women, he liked to slit their throats. Oh, come on. Yeah. One of them had um, a leather gag and a you slave. You damn right, Mark. I'll never let her tie me up. And a slave collar on. So he was getting into some brutal shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's... I, I, I want to know because it doesn't talk about That's the situation. That's brutal, man. That's brutal. It doesn't talk about the situations of the four women that did escape. Mm -hmm. I'd, I'd hate to hear their story. I would hate to hear it, too. And, I'm kind of like hating you is, now because I'm here. How the hell this. did you get away? Well, he seems, seems to like tie these people up. Tie them up, put collars on them. Well, they said that he... he, he Treat them like animals. Come on. What the hell is with these? There's no morality. Mm -hmm. None whatsoever.
sick asses. Well, they do have a movie out about him. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. It's there called had to Crime be a- Scene, The Times Square Killer. It was on Netflix in 2021. They also have the... It's called The Prostitute Murders, The People versus Richard Cottingham in 1980. I'm surprised you didn't watch it. That's no. all you watch on that stupid Netflix. <laughs> and by the way, guys, if you got Netflix... They're not going to let you uh, share your passwords anymore. They're cutting down on it. I think Netflix is actually a has-been type of streaming platform. I really enjoy... I I watch HBO Max. That's what I do. HBO Max. I watch the hell out of that one. Uh, You know what? I'm a huge fan of the West Wing. I love watching the West Wing. And, of course, then I'm watching Oz. You know, a good 1990s uh, series. Oz is a great freaking series. I don't watch Netflix other than that I watch Lucifer on it. Other than that, I don't watch it. Yeah, I haven't watched it. Why the hell do we even have it? Because it sometimes has good stuff. So that means if we have Netflix, we can't share our passwords anymore with the kids. No. They can go screw themselves, man. Well, I mean, how do you think we had Netflix for quite some time? We got our daughter had it and she gave us the password. (laughs) So it's probably going to you got to pay for it then. Yeah. Uh, YouTube TV. I got to check into that. Is it any good? I heard they have it, but I I don't know if it was good or not. You know, I watch a ton of YouTubes who stuff with the history. Because the history channel really ain't the history channel anymore. I love Mark Felton, man. He gives some awesome stuff on World War II. He's badass. He really is. It's time to cruise with your sex drive. Grab onto your clutch. Put your mind in the air for masturbation and sexual stimulation. Dare you to tell the truth and get your ass out of neutral. It's time to get your porn. Old guy riding, it's like having cable. We don't even have cable anymore. We haven't had cable for a long time. We just use the uh, apps on the TV. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, other well, than watch. Got, we've got like Hulu, Amazon Prime, and Netflix, HBO Max, Tube, Tube, Tubi, Tubu. Yeah, Tuba or some shit yeah. like that. We got a bunch of those stupid apps. <laughs> But I haven't watched regular TV. Is it even any other than internet? I watch Hulu because I watch, you know, I have a bunch of favorite TV shows and I watch those on Hulu. So I don't have to watch them on regular TV. 271 Dirty Knobs. What was your sexual awakening? What do you mean by that? I don't know. That's just what it says. Your sexual awakening. Yeah, like I don't know, maybe I don't know. Let's let's expand on that by saying, um, your sexual awakening, like when you actually started enjoying it. First time I popped. Yeah, go figure. <laughs> the first time a guy pops, it's like, man, I got to do this again, and then again, and then again, and then when you reach the older age, it's like, dude, I don't got time for this shit no more. <laughs> Where women are the flip side. They get such an extreme sex drive. It's like, come on, really? 
You're acting like I'm a teenager. You're going to give me a heart attack, man. <laughs> Rattlesnake 186. What is the grossest thing that comes out of your body? Well, if it's Hollywood, it's his fart. <laughs> <laughs> you still ain't going to let me down when you were bobbing on the knob and I let one out. No, I'm never letting that go. You should have seen her pay face, man. It's like she turned into a devil. A, a green one. <laughs> I looked like the Grinch. You did. I was like, are you serious? Really? And of course I laughed, but are you serious? Well, I'm not finishing. You're done. Bye. And then I almost threw up. I, I was laughing a little bit. A lot of bit because it made you fart more. <laughs> Oh, did I do Rattlesnake 186? That was just the one I did. Yeah. Uh, Mike Ball, 469. I mean, come on. That was disgusting. Who does that to people? Oh, wait. No, Hollywood does. I do a little freaky stuff. You're gross, dude. Come fart, on. Uh, John, on somebody's chin is just wrong. Come on. John LeBay, uh, he, uh, you know, interviewed a porn star who gets paid to do that to people. Yeah, Maybe I should get paid. Air up her ass just so she can fart on people. I'm telling you, four sixty nine for Mike. I don't, no, I don't. What is the most difficult sex position in your car? In the car? Yes. What's this? You know what? I do miss the old ass freaking seventies and eighties cars. You know what I've? They had back seats in them. In, well, the back seats now are so damn small. If you even have a back seat, right? But. I think I think the most common sexual position in a car is the chick on top. Yeah, in the driver's seat. And even though you pull the driver's seat back, it's because, still hard to do. Because usually and, and they here, got bony asses or they got big asses. And here's why. Here's why it's the most common. Because if the girl was to take her pants off and lay back and recline back in the passenger seat, it's too much effort for the guy to have to climb over the center council. And guys hate having to put effort in. So why do you think why, the BMG clubs around? That's why it just is what it is. The chicks on top 90% of the time. I just, it just is meatball meatball. Yeah. Matthew meatballs. <laughs> I like his name. <laughs> What's his question number? Uh, four I'm like you, you stopped there. That wasn't me. Have you ever taken nude pictures of yourself to see how you look now? No. <laughs> no. Actually, after the show, I'm going back to the gym. Screw my knee. I'm going back to the gym. I have to take it easy. According to the doctor, I'll bust my knee again so I can't do no more power lifting. You believe that shit? They ain't going to let me power lift? That's some bullshit. <sighs> Sad. Sad state of affairs, man. Sad state of affairs. Uh, Mike, I get on top all the time in the car. Because <laughs> Mikey, man, he don't got no meat to him, so it's easy for him. Little guys can do that. <laughs> but it's hard. Uh, you know, these little cars, I'd like man. to see somebody like you try and climb over that central counselor with the gear shifter right there. You'd probably be too afraid your balls and, your, and the, and the gear shifter work. would touch. That's too much fucking oh, work, Oh, it touched man. my dick. I can't do it. Lost anyway, it. everybody, we'll see you tomorrow right here.